0: Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your
1: hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Well, hello everyone, and welcome in to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey, and my name is Matt. Welcome back in, Casey. We we got lots to cover today. <laughs> this is uh, this is one of those podcasts where um you know i know the last couple we've actually been doing this and i and i always i made reference a few um a few uh, uh months ago when we did our top top favorite shows you know that some of my least favorite shows are the ones where it's kind of like not an evergreen show but the reality is is there's so much news happening right now with disney and and everything that we have to talk about some of this um I, I I think the elephant in the room is probably the one that we can probably start with right now. And that is, I mean, I don't know if this is where you wanted to go, but my, my first thought of when I think of news on May 21st is Disney's in the ongoing battle with Ron DeSantis, their decision to pull out of Florida, a $1 billion development deal for Imagineers and office building. I think something like 1,200 jobs or something like that, or 2,000 jobs at 120,000 a piece or more, all because of the climate that Ron DeSantis and the Republicans in Florida have kind of done. Is that where you want to start there? Let's start there. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, we can start there. That's one of the big ones that, you
0: know, this was supposed to be a big complex, bring lots of jobs, kind of be, I'm sure, attract tourists other things like that and yeah they decided to pull it and it's not just like the jobs but it's also the construction of having it there the bragging rights of saying disney imagineering some of the most creative minds in in the world are here in florida and yeah i mean this you is know, such a weird it's such a weird thing this, I, this I, fight weird. makes
1: no this fight makes no sense and I, I, we could go on and on we've covered this a million times but desantis isn't over his head no matter where you fall politically again I, i've said it i'm as far left socialist as you can probably get fine if you don't agree with my politics that's fine we have one thing in common and that is disney you're listening to this podcast because of that Whether you are left, right, center, whether you're politically active or not, what Ron DeSantis is doing makes absolutely no sense to pick a fight with the largest employer in his state, one of the largest employers in the country, one of the most beloved organizations in the country. And now there are real world consequences. You have just lost a billion dollar deal. And that's just the part portion that Disney was going to have. Think about all of the other stuff, the construction workers, all of the other businesses that that would have relied on that tax base if you will, that that income base of people. I also think Matt, so Disney did a lot of announcing and kind of talking about their future plans for the Disneyland Resort recently. And the time, yeah. the timing I don't think is coincidental. I honestly believe that their decision to announce a lot of these developmental plans for Disneyland and to pull out of Walt Disney World is Disney flexing their muscles and saying, okay, you're right. We can't just leave Florida. For people calling on us just to leave Florida and pack up, that's silly. That's never going to happen. The amount of money they've got invested there is insane. But what they can do is say, we're not going to invest any more money right now. We're going to pull back. We're going to go to our other resort where we are much more welcome. And we're going to invest our money there. That is a power play. And Disney is able to do that.
0: Well, and, and what sucks about it is who loses out is us. Yes. Because, you know, Disney World mm. now, y- y- there there's this kind of, you know, now that Tron's world i mean moana i guess but it, like they have not announced stuff whereas mm-hmm. at disneyland they're kind of well this is what we're doing this is where we're going and they're 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 clearly kind of have more of a vision there it, it seems like they're in just a little bit of a holding pattern here um, You blame them?
1: can you blame I, them I mean, no i, I I'm, can't I'm, blame I'm, them
0: I'm, i don't I, I don't disagree and, and here's what I, I told someone at work um who's been asking me about this i said listen Disney is going to be around a lot longer than any politician. Doesn't matter who it is. And so basically, it seems like Disney's just kind of playing the waiting game and saying, all right, we're going to wait until he decides that he's done or he's done picking the fight or that he's out of office because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that one of those things is going to happen and then we'll kind of regroup. Hopefully the next governor will be a little more welcoming and,
1: and, and, you and we're not saying bet- it has to be a democratic governor. It could be a Republican governor. It just needs to be somebody who's a little sane, somebody who doesn't want to pick a fight. You know, this idea of woke goes to die in Florida. Woke is simply a way of saying we respect people who are different than us. I, you, you don't want woke in your state. Like what, Like this all originates from the fact that Disney made the decision to criticize a bill that Ron DeSantis supported because it was attacking LGBTQ Americans. Matt, I don't know if you know this right now. I have, I have several trans friends right now. They, if they travel to Florida, if they travel to Florida, they cannot use the restroom based on their preferred um, uh, pronouns. My friend, Danny, she would have to go into a men's restroom even though she's a woman because genetically at birth she was assigned male if she doesn't use the men's restroom she can be arrested now like that's the kind of insanity that is going on in Florida right now it it is ma- making it inhospitable for people to travel
0: yeah well and and it was just a like a statement and that's this is supposed to be whether you like the speech or not this is a country where you have freedom of of speech without correct. retaliation from the government correct and that is ultimately what this is contending is that that and disney is suing the state over this that you are retaliating on us based on what we said about this and that's what gets me whether you agree or not this country was very much uh was very much built on mm-hmm. You have the right to say whatever crazy thing you want to without retaliation from the government. Now, let me be very clear. If you say crazy stuff, other people, not the government, might decide I don't really want to uh, associate with you, or or yes. or like the, the Free, non-government f- people. F- f- freedom, freedom of speech. whatever.
1: Freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences, but yes. freedom of speech does mean the government can't censor what you're saying and tell you you can't do it. At this point, that is what the government of Florida is trying to do to Disney. They're trying to say you made a statement that we don't agree with. So now we're going to retaliate against the biggest employer in our state. Ah, Okay, that makes no sense. And it's one of those things where it's, uh, I'm going to use some softer language because this is not language that usually you can use on this podcast. This is one of those screw around and find out situations yeah, yeah. they yeah. Ron DeSantis has screwed has screwed around and now he's finding out and i think that this is going to be something to continue to see he's going to be i think he's going to be looking to declare his exploratory campaign for president here at the end of the month so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when he gets on the national stage how this plays it, already he's kind of already there but the, the amount of scrutiny that's going to be coming his way Oh man! <laughs> well, you Ooh, better man. bet
0: that Disney is going to be putting. Like, oh yeah! I mean, they the, own
1: ABC News for crying
0: out loud. <laughs> one of the fascinating things to kind of look at, if this is an arena you like to get in, is the local elections, mm-hmm. because you you start to see the candidates that Disney is clearly behind based on what they're they're talking. Again, you know, we have the we have the national stage. See the governor, the presidential, the stuff like that. But if you start to get into the nitty gritty of the local Disney is very, very, very involved with who they want, where <laughs>
1: the, the mayor the are mayor, not afraid to put money no, towards the it. mayors, the councilmen and women, the, the commissioners of orange County, uh, I believe a mayor just won in a uh, city. I can't remember the name of the city just last week, the first time a democratic mayor has won and won by like 10 points because of the craziness that's going on down there. Okay. I, I know lots of politics. Okay. Let's move on. So Let's number two, on. before we, oh no, we don't do the big one yet. Let's do the next. Oh, okay. One. Did you see the news about Phantasmic at Disneyland?
0: Yeah, that they're they're gonna they're they're not opening it quite yet.
1: Yeah, in Um, fact, it looks like it's going to be closed until Labor Day as they re-examine or reconfigure or rethink about how they want the experience to go. It sounds like they're not happy with this particular special effect and what they're seeing with it. So I suspect we might not see that again.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think it's smart that they're not just going, all right, everything's fine. And, you know, we really, I mean, the, we kind of joke about it, it's been a running g- gag kind of on social media, the you know the dragons catching mm-hmm. on fire and it's, you know, a little bit of a ha ha it's only a ha ha because no one got hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's not a ha ha if we go, okay, well, was wasn't that ridiculous. All right, let's now just uh, let's, let's go back into this and here we go. Um, and then something does happen, you know, heaven forbid that a cast member would be severely injured or a guest would be severely injured. Now, this isn't funny anymore. Mm-mm. And so I I I think it's smart to just say. And, and here's the thing, like, I mean, people have been calling for, um, you know, bringing back like the paint the night parade or Main Street Electrical Parade or something like that. That's my thing. Like, I love Fantasmic. I mean, it's well documented on the show that that I'm a fan of Fantasmic. But there's also plenty of other things that you could do for a nighttime
1: show in that arena that I think I would love just as much, if not more. That park. Here's the thing. Unlike Walt Disney World, where Fantasmic is done at Hollywood Studios, Fantasmic is done on... Tom Sawyer Island at Disneyland before the fireworks at Disneyland. So you've still got a fireworks show, Disneyland forever at Disneyland. Not to mention there is back when we were there in June, they had three shows going on at Disneyland alone. Fantasmic Disneyland forever. And at the time the electrical parade was back. I think they're getting ready to bring, I do the paint the night parade back. I would be shocked if we don't see that here in the next couple of months. Um, No official notice from me, but I just, I I really think that could be the case and world of color, man. Oh my God. That show is just absolutely amazing. So yeah. Okay.
0: I I think it's easy to create a nighttime show.
1: Okay. I'm ready. All right. So. It was May 18th, three days ago from when we're recording this podcast, that a little old email came through my travel agent account that said the following, an update on Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, we have talked on this pod that they have started to offer, they had started to offer discounts for travel agents. They started to offer discounts for Disney Visa card holders. They offered discounts if you wanted to extend your stay and do a Walt Disney World trip. Um, there had been rumors floating around that um, some of these voyages had less than a hundred people on them and they were doing everything they could just to get people on well you click into the email you click the news and this is i'm just going to read it in totality because this is all that disney has floated everything else at this point is speculation but here's what was floated: mm-hmm. the final voyage for star wars galactic star cruiser will take place September 28th through the 30th, 2023 Star Wars galactic star cruiser is one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment. This premium experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms, and we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. We will be contacting guests booked for voyages departing uh, on or after September 30th to discuss their options and modify their plans. To prioritize, prioritize these guests, we are pausing new bookings until May 26th. We are so proud of all the cast members and Imagineers who brought Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to life and look forward to delivering an excellent experience for guests during the remaining voyages over the coming months. That was it. So blew up noise everywhere. Disney's canceling at Star Wars Hotel. Disney's canceling this. It went crazy. Of course, it happened during the same news event as the whole Disney canceling the $1 billion project. And, you know, so there's a lot of speculation. But if we just pull this out of everything, Matt, what happened? Why? What's your your theory here? Here's what I think.
0: So first of all, let me applaud Disney. Let me say I think it is a good thing that they tried this. Okay. This was a this is a huge undertaking mm-hmm. that they decided a completely immersive hotel experience that you were a part of the story that is I- I'm I'm happy they tried it. You and I talked on this pod that we just had questions of its sustainability from the beginning. And the biggest and we thing weren't that, the only ones by the way. And we were not the only ones. <laughs> no. But the biggest thing was the price. That I looked you and I looked at that price, and so many people looked at that price and went, okay, I love Star Wars, but for that cost, I could pay for a four to five day Disney World vacation, or which more. would include. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and I could also in that with that money get a premium experience with a lightsaber factory, a droid factory, Ogus Cantina. In certain cases, depending on how many people you had in your party, all of that. What, What it came down to is the experience was great. They said it in that email. It's been praised. I'm sure it has. Honestly, the 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 reviews that I have seen of people that won on it said it is fantastic. I loved every second of it. I had such a great time, but it is not accessible to the, to the, to most people. And so it was this highly exclusive experience, not because of the experience itself, but because you priced everyone out of it, which you had to do to, because of the undertaking that it was, but it, it it was just too much. It was too much money. And so you had the people that were, well, I'll do this once for a one-time thing. And I think a lot of people probably were looking at it, like myself, of, you know, I'd love to do that someday. Because the demand was not the problem. Because the second that this was announced,
1: that last voyage booked. It's booked. You can't well, get that last no, voyage. No, 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 no. Let's let's pause. That, 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 that's not how this worked. That last voyage, there is no last. The last voyage is September 28th through 30th. It's not like suddenly you were able to book it. They paused all new bookings. So, so they haven't been able to do that yet. So what's going to happen is they're moving anybody from who has a booking from the 30th onward and basically saying, do you want to take a trip this summer sometime through September 28th? There's a misconception out there. that There's going to be a book voyage on the 30th. There's not a voyage on the 30th. The last voyage is September 28th through 30th they're moving people it's anyone who's got a voyage after that to this summer and then on the 26th they're going to open it back up and to your point it's going to sell out it's It's going to sell out because people want to be part of it matt okay here here. we've had a conversation about um uh i I think this conversation right now and this is going to be i think a, a big big part of this discussion we have talked about the sequel trilogy on this podcast we have talked about the theming of batu star wars galaxy's edge on this podcast we have talked about the demand of star wars fans on this podcast and of course we've talked about the star wars galactic star cruiser i think what has happened here is a conglomeration of all of this coming to a head disney when they bought star wars they had a lot of high hopes and they went all in on everything. They went in on the movies, they went on the TV shows, they went in the theme park experiences, the demand to be able to go to the parks and see a star Wars area is absolutely there. But they also went all in thinking that these sequel trilogies were going to be where people wanted to land, where people wanted to live. And despite how, I feel about the sequel trilogies and how millions of fans do feel about the sequel trilogies and they do love them. The affinity for star Wars is not just with Ray and Finn and Rose and, and BB eight and Kylo Ren. And yes, there's some fun there, but where I think Disney has gone wrong. And we've talked about this is they have tried to set everything in this sequel timeline Batu is set between uh, eight and nine, right? The Galactic Star Cruiser was set between eight and nine. Meanwhile, they do all this other stuff over here, The Mandalorian is this absolute breakout hit signs of where this was going, where there was problems was when they made the decision to put Mando and Grogu on Batuu completely out of the timeline. Mando and Grogu don't exist in that timeline based on the timeline they have Mando and Grogu were 30 years too earlier than that. Right? So, and we talked about this, how long could Disney sustain Keeping this timeline, keeping everything self-contained, and I think and I and I applaud Disney for this for saying, oh, yeah. you know what? Let's pause for a second. We have got this major international IP that is Star Wars. Maybe we goofed up, and how can we repurpose this? investment we have over here with ip we have over here including the investment of batu and say you know what maybe the and i talked about this with my friend eliza uh who i work with the people who are willing to pay this kind of money and do this again and again aren't the people coming for the sequel trilogy they're coming for the main trilogy they want to battle with luke skywalker and darth vader and they want to see you know the emperor and regular yoda like those are the things that people want to see so why not just make batu this planet that has lived throughout all of the different timelines and maybe suddenly batu becomes um you know on tuesdays and wednesdays it's prequel time like you're, you're there during the prequel days and wednesdays and thursdays you're there during sequel and then on friday saturday sunday it's the original trilogy and you happen to see luke skywalker it walking around or whatever and then what people have been craving for years. And the thing that Disney, Disney did not listen to its guests. And that was, they just want a star Wars hotel. Give them a star Wars stuff. They don't need it to be this immersive themed experience. Give them a star Wars hotel, let them walk on. It can be still be a ship. Cool. No problem. Great. Fantastic. And they can still have characters walking around, make it a deluxe experience, but not a $6,000 experience for two nights. Make yeah. it a, I mean, the Polynesian alone for some of its best rooms is $1,500 a night. Like, 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 come think on, about that. man. Just, yeah. Like, I, well, and, and, and you're, you're, you're right there. Like the problem with, cause even
0: I love your idea of, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's prequel day. You could honestly, though, I, I really don't think anyone would care if Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker are doing meet and greets on the same day no because <laughs> immersive the and we 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 talked about this immersive you are only as immersed as the person who is willing to be the
1: least immersed well, that's the and, problem. Is that, and I told Eliza this. I said you're going to Batu. So part of this experience was you're going to Batu. Yeah. You're going to Batu in the middle of the day when people are walking around with Mickey balloons, shorts, and t-shirts on. That takes you out of the experience. Why wouldn't they have brought them to Batu at night after the park closed or yeah. early morning before the park opened? And the only people who were on Batu, only people who were on Batu were the people on your star cruiser along with actors along with cast members acting, why would that not be the case? Oh my God, you're paying enough for it. Why wouldn't you do that? It, 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 it boggles. It, that wouldn't have been that hard
0: to get everyone on that ride for, you know, the couple rides for it. it just like, that's, that's the thing. Well, and, and even like in terms of like meeting and greeting characters, like, okay again, when I'm going to Batu, when I'm going to the theme park, I'm not like, oh man, I'm stepping into this timeline. No. no, I'm stepping into a Star Wars land. I want to see Star Wars characters. I have a question for you, Matt. And, and, you, and, and Marvel, they've done this with Marvel and Disneyland. Yep. They're not worried about some kind of timeline thing. They're just no. like, oh, Loki just came out. Here's a Loki meet and greet. Oh, this just came out. Here you go. Well, that's my question for you.
1: I, we raised this question with Pandora, the world of Avatar, and I think this proves it even more. I think, and I want to know if you feel the same way, that there is only so much immersion that the guest will allow. That you, this idea of trying to get the guest to make believe for the entire time of their trip that they are immersed in this land and that the the, the cast members are these characters far off planet or whatever i don't think that works and i think saw it started to get pulled away on pandora now it's just another land it's not they're not really calling it the moon of pandora anymore it's just another land that's fine which um, is okay what, that what hasn't what I'm taken saying, away anything is that i think what what they've i think you have on one end you've got what they tried to do with star wars and pandora on the other end, you've got just a basic walk through like a frontier land. Somewhere in the middle is something like Cars Land or Avengers Campus. That yeah. is the sweet spot in my mind.
0: Do yeah, you agree? You feel like oh, I one hundred percent. Where Cars Land, you're walking down Radiator Springs, and you've got the neon and you've got mm-hmm. the gorgeous, uh, you know, gorgeous rocks there. You feel like you're in Cars Land, but it's not. All right, all the cast members are cars, and you're yes, a car. Exactly. And, then, and then, and then, you need to act like you're a car. It's like, no, I, I'm, well, I'm, like, I'm in a theme even, park in even California. To-
1: even Toy Story Land, which you're, you're the the theming of that is. 're you're, you're supposed to be a toy in Andy's backyard it's cool like yeah you, you don't have to practice you don't have to play a lot like okay if you do it's fun but it, it doesn't destroy the experience you go to uh, we went to woody's roundup the, the 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 restaurant you're called toys when they hey toys how's it going like you're great like it's there's some fun elements there but you're not asked like I think you know there's a there's a term in um in storytelling called suspension of disbelief you're allowed to have some suspension of disbelief, but to ask somebody to completely, completely forget the fact that they're a human being and, and, and they have stuff going on at home and they've got troubles or they got kids with them, whatever. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't play. And I think Disney's realizing that.
0: And where it does work is so like LARPing live action role play sessions. Why do those work? It's because every single person that is attending that event is suspending their disbelief and and immersing themselves into this. And you're not paying $6,000 to
1: do it either. Yeah,
0: and you're not paying Um, (laughs) $6,000. But you and I could go into Disney World, or any theme park for that matter, and our levels of how into this am I affect the other person's
1: immersion. Well, you, you, you like escape routes. Right? Yes. Th- that is a version of a suspension of disbelief for an hour t- or two hours at a time where you're working together to collaboratively collaboratively solve a puzzle to get out of a room. Universals yeah. figured that out. They've got a back to the future themed one and a Jurassic Park themed one now. So like that's cool. It, it, it doesn't cost you six thousand dollars to do it. Can I tell you this is my idea? This Disney, I know you listen. This is I
0: know we're like completely ripping you to shreds. This is my idea. A Monsters Incorporated escape room where you like go through different doors and it. get I into different it.
1: rooms. Like it's there, and that would be so cool. I think I think they've got the possibility to go that route. But again, I think, and again, I, I go back to what you said. Somebody had to be the first to try this. Yeah. Somebody and they tried it, and I still think there's some feasibility there. But they never listened to their audience to say. This is too much money. This is too much. First, if I'm going to pay six thousand dollars, it's not a two day trip. It's a five day trip. Yeah, and it's it's multiple visits to Batu. It's it's there's a lot more included with it than just two meals a day. Like this is where they fell down. and I know they were trying to get their money back, but somewhere along the line, the person who kind of looked at this and said, "Okay, what is the ROI? How long is it going to take to do this?" They they screwed up. They screwed up. So anyway. Do you, do you know who looked at that ROI? It was probably Bob Chapek. <laughs> <laughs> probably good old Bob yeah, Chapek. Just throw it on Chapek at this point. Bob yeah, Chapek.
0: Okay, yeah, I could can, I can now, now just absolutely crap on Chapek.
1: All right. So that was a half an hour of our show, but we had to get to this and I think it was important, but now we're going to shift gears and move on to our featured topic, which is still money related, but it's your money related at this point. Um, We've done a lot of shows recently on like top 10 ways to save at Walt Disney World or top 10 waste of money at Walt Disney World. But one of the things that we wanted to hit on, especially now that I'm kind of in the world of helping people plan their trips is like, how do you save for a Walt Disney world trip. Now this yeah. top 10 is going to be a little bit different. We both did not come armed with 10 things. Um, there's only so many ways. There's to only so money. many ways. And <laughs> I think we're going to have some crossover. So we each have five mine kind of go in kind of like a, a plan. And I'll kind of talk about what that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no well, mine are so, all over the place. So the idea here is, is if you want to plan a trip to Walt Disney world, one of the questions I often get asked a lot is, Oh, are there any good deals? Or how do I save, you know, how do I save for a trip? Or, you know, how can I get discounted tickets? I'm going to tell you all up front. You you don't. There are no unofficial ways to get discounted tickets. If Disney wants to give you a discount, they're going to come out with the discount. So it's up to you to figure out how to save for a Walt Disney World vacation. Um, so let's, let's get moving on this one, Matt. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? How do you want to do Yes,
0: I'll, I'll start on this one because, uh, um, oh, who is this? It's banker, Matthew coming in. Oh, hello, banker, Matthew. Oh, oh, nice of you to join us on the podcast. So this is the most boring thing that can happen, but I'm going, this is the job that I am in. I I work at a bank. I am a, my official title, very Disney title is a relationship banker because I'm not just about like doing banking. I want to build a relationship with you, Casey. Uh Um, anyway, um, this, this is very much in the moment. So this is not going to be an evergreen thing, but it CD, CDs certificates of deposits are evergreen things right now. Interest rates are really, really high. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing, if you have money that you can just kind of let sit and, and roll over and gain interest, you can gain a significant amount of money really just by doing nothing. Hmm. And so if you start a a certificate of deposit at your local bank right now, a lot of them don't require like a certain amount to start $1,000, $500, it depends on the bank. And you can just let that money sit and make that your vacation fund. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then when you time it up where you do different CD lengths that say, okay, I know I want to take my vacation at this time. So I'm going to do the CD. So I have the money at this time. It's, it's a way that you can say, all right, I'm setting aside this money for it. And now that money is making money. And those CDs are guaranteed. They're not stock market. They're not anything like that. Um, So that that's a really boring thing. But I think that people forget that you can Talk to your local banks. Um, Banker Matthew is saying, go talk to your local bank and just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. How, what, what do you got that it can help me save money?
1: <laughs> you know what? I like that. I like it because you, if you've got... Of course, it goes back to the old adage of if you've got money, you can you can save money, of course, that, you know, and if you got money, you're able to earn money. But for some people, that's, that's not a possibility. And and I get that. But I think if you're able to do it, even just a little bit, and I'm actually going to talk a little bit about saving here in just a couple of minutes as well. But I think that's a really smart idea. All right. I kind of took a little bit of a different track. All five of these that I'm going to talk about kind of relate to one another. And and I think they all fall under the umbrella of you have to build a plan that Mm -hmm. going to Disney World is one of those things where um, it's not just going to happen overnight. You kind of set your eyes out for when you want to go. And I think a great timeline is an 18 month window. 18 months from now, I want to be at Walt Disney World. So my first. Can I can
0: I can I pause here? Do you mind? I I want I want your plan to get. I'm my fear is that I'm going to lose my way. Do you mind if I blow through my four and sure. then we get your 18 month plan?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Let's right, blow through yours. Right. So we're not going to do the snake like we normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause Then
0: because I, I I want this plan to be its own segment. Okay. I, I, okay. I okay. Cool. Okay. Great. Um. All right. You caffeine addicts, myself included. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, I have
1: recently learned to drink coffee, so I am now officially a coffee caffeine addict.
0: welcome aboard Casey Uh, I cannot stand coffee but Um, I get my wait until you
1: turn 40 uh, I have tried coffee on many occasions and it just wait wait until you turn 40 you know where it turned I was at Hollywood Studios and we walked by Joffrey's and I smelled it and I'm like I need a coffee and ever since then I have now been hyped up on coffee I don't know I can't explain it I have hated coffee my entire life anyway go ahead do your thing anyway um
0: number two look at, look at alternatives for caffeine guys. I I know we're not going to say, give up the caffeine that as a caffeine person. That's ridiculous. That's not going to happen. Oh, is this one of your, oh,
1: this is your point. Okay.
0: Yes. yes, Okay. Yes. But, um, so like tea is my big caffeine, Mm -hmm. um, tea bags much cheaper than going and going out and getting a chai tea latte. Guess what? I learned that I can make a chai tea latte very easily at home, uh, for much cheaper. So, look into those things. Try to figure out where you can skim in your budget. And so, caffeine, you know what? I'm, I'm, uh, this is a really basic one. Again, my two, my two first ones are very boring. My other ones are very uh, Disney themed. Um, but uh, take a look at that. Maybe see what you can still get the same amount of caffeine intake. And
1: that's going to play a little bit into my plan as well. So, we'll, we'll come back on that one in just a minute.
0: Yes. Um, another really easy one Disney Visa. If you are, uh, I know credit cards are not for everybody. I understand that. Um, you know, if please do not get yourself into credit card debt. Um, uh, uh, trying to save for a Disney vacation. However, if you get a Disney Visa and decide my Disney Visa is what I buy gasoline with, and you and every month, then you pay that off, and then you're getting Disney points for all of your gasoline forever and ever. And you can decide gasoline and groceries, just whatever it is, you decide that I use my Disney visa for this. You are gaining Disney points. Those points can be used for your Disney World vacation. Uh, They can be used for a lot of other things. But um, if you are really serious about wanting to do a Disney vacation, and I would say not just a one time, but if you're like, "Hmm, I'd kind of like to make this an every five-year thing and every three-year thing and every 10-year thing, whatever it is, Invest in the Disney visa because you are going to get not just the Disney points, but you also get some Disney perks along with it as well. Um, That's a a great way that you can save money in a way that you're not really saving the money. You're just spending the normal money like you have to Mm -hmm. get gas for your car.
1: It's like like anybody who uses any kind of a rewards program, I I would argue that Disney visa isn't always the best one to do. It's on my list too. And we're going to get to that, but any kind of a rewards program, whatever it is, stick with it. Like I use my Apple card. I have an Apple card. I put everything that I can on my Apple card and I wind up with about a hundred dollars a month in rewards. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's, you know? that's a good amount of money. Yeah. Um, and um, some rewards pay 1%. Disney happens to pay 1% to uh, uh, 3% depending on what you're you're getting. 3% on like Disney and travel related expenses, 1% on everything else. But it adds up and it's Disney related. So we'll talk more yeah. about that in a minute. Yeah.
0: So if yeah, if you're looking to earmark for just Disney, but yeah, I mean, banks have cash rewards, credit cards, and all that other stuff. Like you could very easily say, you know what? My credit card rewards are my Disney vacation fund. You yep. can do that. Um, you can. Uh, this is an interesting strategy. Start paying cash for things, and then when you get the little change, invest in a fun Disney piggy bank or a Disney like box that. or I whatever, like and then make that your Disney fund. Feed the Mickey baby. Like feed the Mickey. Feed Has- the Mickey.
1: Hashtag feed the Mickey.
0: Exactly. Hashtag <laughs> feed the Mickey you, you, you say, you know what, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay cash for more things. And every time then I get the, get the change, drop it in there. You'd be very, very surprised how quickly that adds up. oh yeah Maybe that's not enough to pay for your entire vacation, but if you think about, okay, what are you trying to get to? If you're trying to get to a number, what amount of that can you shave off? It, with your change over the next three years, four years, five years, 10 years, whatever it is, um, you know, that, that can be a way, or even if that doesn't, that doesn't, um, go towards the cost of like your hotel and tickets, maybe that becomes your souvenir fund. Um, so or you don't
1: dining have, fund or, or dining yeah. or
0: something like that where you don't have to then factor in, Oh man, I'm going to also have to get souvenirs and yada, 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 yada. Um, so, um, so yeah, start, start that kind of saving plan where, and and that's fun. It's fun to like have a, it doesn't have to be Disney related, but it could be a fun piggy bank that mm-hmm. you pick up at wherever and you feed that. Um, the last one, um, is kind of a little bit circumstantial, but if you are a Disney fan, you probably have Disney stuff around your house mm-hmm. and some of that Disney stuff might hold some value to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you've had Disney stuff that's just sitting around, um,
1: try getting rid of it. Surrounded by my Disney stuff in the, <laughs> yeah. in the room. Like, here. In all
0: seriousness, like it, in looking around at my Disney stuff, I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm paying for my entire Disney vacation here, but through Facebook Marketplace, through eBay, through mm-hmm. Craigslist, whatever it is, are there things down here that I like once bought as like, oh, this really meant something? And now I'm like, oh, this actually you know doesn't really mean anything to me i, I don't really like all that clearance stuff this. from the
1: disney store that we have that it's just chilling i oh this was on clearance i gotta get this and it's just sitting here collecting dust you know six years later yeah i've, I've been there i know what you're talking about
0: <laughs> yes exactly exactly yes I, I have plenty of those things that just um, that, doesn't so... necessarily have, that doesn't
1: even necessarily have to be disney stuff that could be anything hold a garage True. sale facebook marketplace ebay uh, i i bought those um those white box first edition mandalorian action figures a few years back um i didn't get my discount on them so i didn't break any rules so to be very clear there but i bought them and i let them sit and i checked them out they were worth about a 100 bucks a piece i sold them no you know i sold them for a 100 bucks like i didn't break any rules i i I did exactly what i was allowed to do and i sold them and someone bought them and and i made the money on them you know I, i i've got plenty of other stuff here that i could probably do that with as well so yeah
0: exactly so you know take a look at take a look at some of your things you know um maybe you have an old sports card collection and uh you have a, a card that has has <laughs> skyrocketed in value beanie baby uh, maybe maybe you have the right princess diana beanie baby or the the elephant <laughs> that's blue right um uh, pink uh yes that um, was uh and pink, so- pinky the elephant Exactly. Or even something like if you've got a half price books near you and you have all these books that you're trying to like, what do I do with these? Sell them. It's it, it, it's one uh, similar to the piggy bank thing. It, it probably, it might, depending on what you have in your house, it probably isn't going to like pay for the entirety of your trip. But and every the, what makes this trip more manageable is if you can shave off a little bit here and there. Or whether again that becomes your souvenir, your dining, your extra experience fund. You know, I'm paying for the basic vacation, but this hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars is allowing me to insert, mm-hmm. insert. Uh, the thing you want to do here. So, um, a lot of little ways, but, um, uh, make it fun. That's the, that's the best thing that I advise I can give. That's why I meant the piggy bank thing is Mm -hmm. like, make it, make it really, really fun because if you're having a good time saving and you're looking forward to that, um, you're going to uh, do a tracker. Like, uh, I'm just, I just thought of this. We're like, make a little castle and you have to get Tinkerbell to fly over the castle (laughs) and you want to meet this goal. And companies do this all the time, like the thermometers where you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, how are we saving? Like do that kind of stuff. Put a Disney spin on it, make it fun.
1: So everything you just talked about helps me kind of talk about this 18 month plan. So are you good? Are we ready to move into this now? All right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: I want I'm I'm ready to hear this 18-month plan.
1: All right. So, first things first, number one, right off the bat, everything even Matt just talked about, you have to know what your budget is going to be. Going into a Disney vacation without a budget is probably one of the worst things. And one of the first questions I ask my clients is, What's your budget? And they tell me, Well, I don't know. Well, you have to know, you have to have at least an idea of how much you want to spend because you can do a Disney vacation very, very cheap in terms of, you know, $2,500, but you're not going to get a lot out of it. You're not going to get very many days out of it or you can do a Disney vacation, that's $20,000 and everything in between. Matt, let me ask you, uh, um, and so this is my point number one, which is get a travel planner. And, and I've, I, I know that sounds very self-serving, I get that. But right off the bat, it costs us nothing extra. And we're always, or costs you nothing extra. And we're always talking about how time equals money at Disney. Well, time equals money when you're planning a Disney trip as well. Why would you go through all of that craziness of trying to plan that trip on your own when can someone else can just do it for you and it costs you nothing extra to do it.
0: And so, you also, the the travel people also have access to all of the
1: deals. Well, that was, so that, that's my point. Things. Yes, and, is that so, when, when promos yeah. come out, I'm going to go and look at any clients traveling during that time that I have booked to see if the current promo that just came out is a better promo than the promo that they got when I first booked them. You don't have to do that. I'm going to do that automatically for you and let you know if it's a better promo, like the dining promo that came out was actually one of the best promos that was out there. But then there was another promo that came out that was up to like 30% off. Well, everyone was like, well, I want that. And at the end of the day, when I looked at it, the dining promo every time was better in terms of, okay, yeah, we can do that, but you're not going to get this promo card over here, which is actually going to go towards your food while you're at the park, which you're actually saving more because you're going to have to pay for food anyway. So I kept everyone on the, on the dining promo. It was a better deal, but here's my question for you. Family of four Mm -hmm. going for a seven day. Um, seven day six night, seven day six night um trip. How much does a Disney vacation cost? All right, so we're talking flights and everything. uh, yes, out the door. How much is it gonna cost? Oh, I'm gonna say we' and we'll say I'll even add this in there with four day park hopper. So you're there for six days. you got a built-in rest day. um, again, Seven seven days, six nights.
0: These are, these are the games I'm horrible at. Let's say somewhere between five and six thousand dollars. Yeah. So
1: generally, oh, I'm right? Okay. Generally oh, okay. speaking, it's actually sixty. Uh, I'd say sixty six hundred is okay. what you're is what you're going to look at. Is what is what you're going to see when you when you typically you're looking at a family of four, four day park hoppers, um, rest day built in, um, uh, uh and that's an on site Disney resort. Now here's the thing. My second point to add to this is you don't always have to stay on property. You can stay at what's called a good neighbor resort. These are the properties that are just off Disney property, but they've partnered with Disney. So you get all the same perks, early theme park and admittance, right? sometimes you actually will pay the same price as you would if you were at like a value resort on disney property but you're actually getting a better caliber hotel you get complimentary transportation with the resort shuttles there's a couple things that you don't get but it can sometimes be half the price of what you would pay if you stayed on property in fact i just looked a a spring hill spring hill suites uh walt disney world good neighbor property four day park hopper, six nights, seven days with flight. If you, if you assume a flight's going to cost you about $1,600 round trip. And again, that's, if you go with a larger airline with flight, $5,300 versus $6,600. That's $1,300 in savings. So already right just.
0: So yeah, just in the hotel, we've knocked off $1,300. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah.
1: So have a budget and have an idea of what type of accommodations you want do you really need a suite do you really need a microwave do you really need a kitchenette do you really need a dining table do you do you need two queen beds do you need a king all those things matter so have a plan and have that conversation with your travel planner so they can investigate all of those options so that's that's the first part of this the second part of this is if you have if you set yourself out to like an 18 month window Know when you want to go and make sure it's not during peak times. That's the problem that a lot of people run into is, oh, I'm going to go on Christmas break, or I'm going to go on spring break, or I'm going to go during summer vacation. Friends, if you go during those times, Disney already knows that they don't have to reduce the pricing to get you indoors, to get you there, because you're going when that demand is the highest. You need to go when the demand is the lowest. I'm going to tell you when those non-busy times are. Anytime in January. Anytime in January. Yeah, it's a little bit chillier. I get it. You know what? There's nothing better than walking down Main Street USA in jeans and a hoodie, man. Like there is nothing better.
0: And January in the Midwest, I'll
1: take a little bit chilly in Florida. (laughs) So January, anytime in February. Pretty much any time in March, uh, with, I'd say, the last week of March being the exception, as that's when some spring breaks start to happen. Avoid April. Do not go in April. Do not go during any holiday. Don't go on President's Day. Don't go on Washington's birthday. Don't go during spring break. Any time in May is a wonderful time to go. There's no major holidays really? in May. Oh my God. And if the weather is perfect down there, we were down there two weeks or two and a half weeks ago at this point, it was dead. And I asked the cast members like, what's going on with, there's like, oh, it's like this every May because spring break's over with and summer break hasn't started yet. People are still in school. This is the slow period for them. Anytime okay. in May. Um, I would also say end of August, if you don't mind the heat, because at that point, The kids have gone back to school in Florida. So you're not dealing with a lot of local traffic. And then early November, early November is a great time to go. Like the first two weeks, of November, avoid um, the weekends. So if you can plan a trip, avoid actually paying for a hotel on a Friday night or a Saturday night. If your trip is going to be five days long, make it a Sunday night through, uh, through Friday and go back on Friday. Or if you want to avoid um, uh, paying a lot of money on like a Sunday, don't fly on a Sunday, fly in on a Monday and do like a Monday through Friday. If you can do a Monday through Friday, that also gives you the weekends to get ready and come back. Yeah, I get it's five days, but a five day trip with four days at the park is not a bad, it's actually gonna save, you're gonna save a lot of money flying in on a Monday morning and flying out on a Friday. Where if you fly on the weekend, you're almost done. And in, in terms of pricing out airlines, guys, price your airfare on a Tuesday, always price it on a Tuesday. If you price your airfare on a Tuesday, it's going to be cheaper. I priced out for someone um, on a Tuesday once and the flights were like 260 round trip. I went back and looked on a Wednesday where they were 360 round trip. Dang. No reason whatsoever. It's just what it was. Right. So that's my point. I think what's th- interesting
0: about this is
1: I think what's interesting about this is we
0: haven't even gotten into like necessarily something you have to change about your mm. daily behavior to save money. This is all just pre let, Let's say, let's say for, yeah, let's say for example, you decide, you know what? Nope. Don't need a, don't need a, a travel agent. I like to do things all myself. I get it. Like it, yeah. it, you know, that's, that's your, that's your deal. But these are things that you can do. Book your flights on a Tuesday. Yep. Look at the friendly hotels. Like these are things that you can do that are going to help
1: save you money without, having to you. You don't to have to like, change oh any behavior whatsoever thus far. This is just yes. planning. This is pre-planning. Okay, so now we get to point four, which is the first of the things that you should do. And Matt mentioned this already, and that is to get a Disney Visa card. Now, here's why. Every year, Every year, uh, one of the travel agents I work with posted a historical document of offers and promotions offered by Disney that dates back almost 20 years. And every year without fail, Disney offers a Disney deal for up to 30 to 35% off resort hotel rooms when you use your Disney visa. Every year, you're not going to get a discount on the tickets. I I, I have never seen Disney offer a discount for being a Disney Visa card holder on the park tickets, but a 30 to 35 percent savings. Now, I want to be very clear that 30 to 35 percent savings is typically for your deluxe resorts. Your moderates typically are 20 to 25, and your values are typically going to be 10 to 15 percent off. But still, 10 to 15% off a, a, a value resort when it's $170 a night, that's still knocking off 17 to 20 some dollars per night on a five day trip. That's $100, $150 in savings, depending on what, where you're looking at. And it only goes up from there. So you're saving money there. So that's number one. By just having a Disney Visa card, booking your resort. With your Disney Visa is going to save you money during those specific times when they run that deal. And again, going back to what I said on point number one, having a travel planner, we're looking out for that. So when that deal comes out, if you're booking book during that window, I'm gonna say, Hey, are you a Disney Visa card holder? Yes, I am. All right, let's get you switched to this deal and pay for it with that instead. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the other part of this, and you mentioned this earlier, is when you're actually at the parks and you're buying souvenirs, which you ultimately will do. Anything over 50 bucks, you get 10% off. That adds up. I mean, a plush Mm -hmm. is 30 bucks. You buy two plush for your kids. You're saving, you know, that's $60. You just save six bucks with your Disney visa. Um, The other thing is, is you can use your Disney visa to also buy your plane tickets as well, as well as book your resort. When you buy your plane tickets and you book your resort, you're earning three percent back in rewards, like Matt said. So if your plane tickets are sixteen hundred dollars, that's 48 bucks in rewards you just got. If your resort is gonna cost you three grand, that's $90 in rewards you got just got. So between those two purchases, you just earned 148 or 138 bucks. That you can there's use your souvenirs return. right there yeah or, 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 like, a really nice, di- or a really nice dinner or a couple of quick service meals yep. or whatever um so that's 138 dollars right there you'll notice though i did not say use it to book your tickets and there's a reason for that so now i want to talk about um how to buy your park tickets and it is if you work with a travel planner they can do this and help you disney's going to try to Force you to do this as a package, but your travel planner is going to know which deals you have to book as a package versus which ones you can book separately. So Matt talked about saving Matt, $6,600. A lot of that is done on the visa at this point or whatever tickets for a family of four, four days, park hoppers are going to run you about $2,200. Okay. That's about that's about what I was, was gonna guess. Just over two, over eighteen months. How much do you need to save per week to get to that? Don't don't do the math. Just think in your head. Any idea? Oh what? Uh, okay, I can't use a calculator. Go this, ahead. This is you, to use, spite use every a... math teacher that Go was ahead. like. Go ahead. <laughs> take your take your twenty two hundred and divide it by, um, divide it by the number of weeks that you're gonna have. That is a hundred, just over
0: $122
1: per week. No, no, no. That's not right. Wait, per per week. Sorry. Sorry. Per week. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Wait, did I mention I'm a banker? (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, It's 2,200 divided by basically 52 plus 26, which is 78. It's just about $28 a week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Between 25 and th- $30 a week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So 25 and $30 a week. That's a cup of coffee a day. That's a half a meal out for a family of four a week. Now you can put it in a CD. That's fine. Or go buy a Disney gift card. Go buy a Disney gift card. And if you're a member of Sam's club, or occasionally Target will do this too. You can buy the gift card using the discount that Target offers with like a red card or that Sam's Club had and get 5% off the purchase of that gift card. So for every $100 in gift cards you buy, you actually save five bucks. So think about this for a minute. If you buy $2,200 in Disney gift cards, it's $110 in savings you just got over the course of that 18 months. Yeah. So now you're at $138 in rewards, $110 in, in savings on the gift cards. So now you're at, what is that? $204, almost $250 in additional savings. There's your souvenirs. There's part of your food, right? Um, this starts to add up very quickly. So like I said, there's no other way to get discounts on tickets unless Disney comes out with a special promo like they're doing this summer. They're coming out with a one park per day for four days promo. That's a hundred dollars per day. It's basically $399 to go visit all four parks, one park per day. That normally is about 510, $520, Matt.
0: I I saw that deal and I was like, Oh dang, that's a good deal.
1: (laughs) It's a huge deal. So it starts on the 23rd and and I've I've got people who are looking at it right now and it's a great time to go, but Disney doesn't always do that. So you can't count on the fact that Disney's going to run a promo like that every time. Instead, you have to kind of take matters into your hands. And so, when you think about everything I've talked about, have a travel planner help you out, consider staying at a good neighbor hotel versus on site get a Disney visa to make to buy those major expenditures, or as Matt said, use them towards other expenses in your life, pay a light bill with it. If your light bill or your electric bill is hundred dollars a month, that's $1,200 over the course of a year. That's $1,800 over the course of your 18 months. And again, 1% of that, that's $20 in rewards. You're going to have right there. Like that stuff starts to add up very quickly and you're able to put that towards your Disney vacation And any travel planner. Who's worth their muster they're going to let you pay in installments. Like, like I allow my clients to put that initial deposit down. I just had a client on Friday, put their initial deposit down. I worked out a plan where they're going to pay me every week, a certain amount of money. And we're going to put that towards their bill, right? Like that's Disney's very flexible when it comes to stuff like that, but work with the travel planner so that they can kind of work through that and remind you of when that stuff's due.
0: Well, and, and I want to, I want to like kind of highlight this here that, Disney is, anytime you talk to a lay person, like a non-Disney person, what is the first thing I get out of someone's mouth when I say a Disney vacation? Oh, that's so expensive. Oh my God, it's just ridiculous how expensive it is. And don't get me wrong, like it is. Like it is, it, 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 it can be very, mm-hmm. very expensive. But um, if you pick and choose what's important to you and what's not important to you, because guess what? I, honestly, I would love to stay at the Contemporary one time, like to be able to just walk on the monorail there and just jaunt right on over to Magic Kingdom. And then at the end of the night, just jaunt right back over on the monorail to my hotel. That sounds delightful. <laughs> I, I, I just think that sounds like a grand
1: old time. Or just walk over, you know, it's like a walk. Yeah, or just walk. walk, I don't know, maybe, yeah. you
0: know, who, who knows? Um, like that sounds great. Um, so, so that, that someday is going to be important to me, but guess what's not important to me? Park hopper that you I mean you, you, should know this by now on this spot. That's not important to me.
1: So I'm not going to spend that money. I, Nate and I went to go play laser tag with a bunch of friends a couple of days ago, uh, at a laser tag place over in Addison. It cost us 30 bucks each for three games of laser tag, plus a $15 game card while we were there. So basically okay. it cost us 60 bucks for just over two hours of entertainment yeah entertainment's not cheap i mean you go to a movie it's 15 dollars per person for tickets plus popcorn plus plus soda right like you're looking at a hundred dollar day out for for you know or maybe not quite a hundred but 60 dollar day out or if you got two kids it's even more than that like it, entertain a football game a baseball game a hockey game Yes, Disney is expensive. It's a premium experience. Nate and I went to a festival at Woodfield yesterday. You know, that annual carnival they hold hold over there every year. We just just decided to walk through it. And Nate looked at me, and Nate's not as big, big on Disney as I am, but he looks at me and goes, man, just coming back from disney and walking through this it makes you miss disney <laughs> like it is because it's yeah. nothing but a money grab like you're gonna go to a festival with a family of four you're gonna spend 200 there for two hours like yeah it, 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 well it i know that like the fair the
0: it. fair comes the fair comes uh it's we, we live um two minutes from the fairgrounds mm-hmm. so we always hit up the fair and uh, believe me admission is nowhere near what disney is charging but if you get food and you want to get on some of the rides and you want to do the games and you want to, it, it, you can spend, again, not Disney level money, but you can spend a decent amount of money. And, and, and then entertainment's expensive. And that's why I always look at too. Okay. If I'm looking at spending eight to 10 hours in the park and my ticket is $120, that means I'm paying like, 12 to 16 dollars
1: an hour to be into the in the park and you multiply that and times four think, with your kids that's fine but that's that's still worth it that's a lot i mean you know you think how much you're getting
0: in in when you're in a disney park just you're getting the atmosphere you're getting the rides you're getting character,
1: first, first class entertainment as well yeah
0: you're so if you, if you start to kind of think about it like that and in and, and that kind of goes down to what you're talking about where if you instead of saying this is the cost of something like the cost of a car is insane, but if you break it down over installments, yep. Amortize it, it 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 and prioritize it, it becomes a little bit different. Now cars and Disney vacation I get are, are different things, but still, like if you can, if you can break it down, it, it is very feasible to go as often as you
1: want and for
0: eight, not, right.
1: Nice seven day, six night, four days in the park, hopper trip, you're looking at $84 a week in savings. That's if you were to do nothing else. If you just wanted to save over 18 months, $84 a week, that's one night out at a restaurant per week. Yeah. That's what that is. $84 a week, right? If you don't want to do it in 18 months, do it over 24 months. That number comes down even more, right? So maybe you can't go every year. I get it. You can't. I mean, I can, I'm lucky able to, I'm luckily able to do it. I, I invested in an annual pass, but I know most people aren't able to do that. And that's again, if you don't do some of that other stuff, we talked about the Disney visa, the rewards, the gift cards, the staying off property. If you were to stay off property, that same number 5,300 divided by 78 weeks is $68 per week. So suddenly you've just shaved off $18 or so other things to consider to save money. Matt, you talked about them. Um, avoid the hopper avoid the hopper if you don't want if you're going to go four days just do one day per one park per day that's going to save you uh for a family of four about 390 bucks yeah yeah um if you have a child who is less than three years old go before they turn three go before they turn three why because you're not going to pay for a ticket for them
0: that's what um when we went with the small children half of the day my um my my wife's sister-in-law was like, I really want River to to experience the back half of the day. Like, how can we make this work? I'm like, he's under three, just <laughs> he can come in. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. Like exactly. it's not gonna cost So us anything. go before
1: he's under go before they turn mm-hmm. three. Uh, souvenirs buy them online even if you want those official Disney souvenirs buy them on shop Disney when they're running one of their buy more save more sales over $100 or over $150 get 30% off you're not going to get that in the parks buy them bring them with you and put them out in the room before they leave now they've got souvenirs you've just saved even more money food, grocery delivery or bring your non-perishables with you and have them in the room and have breakfast in the room every day have snacks on the go the and we talked about some of this in some of our other shows yeah but yeah. the you know saving for money and saving at the parks they go hand in hand and it is very much possible for you to go to a Disney park and it be a reasonable amount of money without breaking the bank. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt, I think that was a good episode. What do you think?
0: I agree. I've got two non-episode related things before we leave. All right, all right. Um, first of all, you're gonna want to head over to the uh discontinued on display feed and you're gonna want to listen to Casey come on our podcast and talk about Is
1: it finally teenage... coming out? Is it finally? It is, coming it's, up, out? it's up.
0: You can listen to it right now. No, is it really? Um uh teenage mutant ninja turtles coming out of their shells oh. tour. We, we had a great time. Like, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is. There was, it was one of the great episodes of, uh. Oh, I don't see it yet. Oh, is it not up? Hang on. No, I I see Carrie the musical, but I don't see it. Oh, that's because I didn't hit publish episode. Oh. Um, okay. okay.
1: So now it's published. <laughs> well by the time you're listening to this, it'll be up obviously, but right <laughs> you know, now it's not.
0: It's not. Um by the time you're listening to it, well, because yeah, okay, I forgot
1: to hit publish yeah, episode. This is a real a real time um a real time example of how quickly it will actually get published.
0: Yeah, so um so yeah, you can go listen to that right now. Um which is fantastic. We had a great time. And then uh, the second thing is um, YouTube. Head on over to Sorcerer Network uh, on YouTube. I've been posting some uh, 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 board game things, um, been playing some Ticket to Ride, um, and also have um, have been um, uh, kind of planning out what are some other games that I want to feature on there. Um, some of them be board games, some of them be video games. Some of them will be like, it, I, I I'm just a man of many interests. So you'll see all kinds of things there. If you're interested, um, I, 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 I would appreciate if you could go over there and hit that subscribe button or watch some of the videos. Like it, it really is something that I'm trying to grow. Um, uh, and I will have some Disney content on there. If you're like a Disney person and you're like, no, I don't want to do anything else but Disney, that's fine. I'll have some Disney content on there. So um,
1: uh, head over there and do that. Excellent. All right. So uh, it is closing time. Matt, how did they get a hold of us?
0: Uh, you can email us beers and 1928 at gmail.com Facebook group, beers and ears podcast, Twitter, and Instagram at beersandears 1928. Um, as always rate and review us five stars, five stars. And um, if you are wanting help on planning your Disney vacation, Casey uh or contact us in one of the many ways we will get you in contact with Casey. I
1: promise you. Um, so yeah, absolutely do that. Perfect. All right. Well, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. This episode has been on us. We will see you all again very soon. Bye,
0: everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.